Welcome back, Jimmy B and TC, and it's time for your dose of Wolfgang. Wolfgang joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Hey, speaking of Draft House, Wolfgang, we got a uh, fantasy event coming up on Wednesday, September 6th, the night before the first game. It's our League of Champions is what we're calling it. Are you a fantasy football guy? I am. I haven't done a ton of homework because I like to win. You know me. Yes, I like yes. to win and be right. Yes. So I will do homework on that sucker. Uh-huh. So when is it? When are, you, when are you doing your thing? I heard you was it yesterday or the day before talking with Jimmy B about this. Yes, it'll be Wednesday, September 6th, and we're taking qualifiers up until that day. If you qualify, you call in. You're one of the qualifiers. We'll get you a free draft of beer from Draft House 50 a pint. Can't beat that. Free beer just by qualifying. And then the group that's there. The guys that are out there, or the ladies, ladies can get involved as well. All of our qualifiers, we're going to have a little a trivia contest. It'll whittle it down to 10 participants, and the 10 people will be in our League of Champions draft. Going up against me, going up against Nick from Draft House, another big fantasy guy, Wednesday, September 6th. You going to come out there, have some fun with us? Maybe even you can that, get in the trivia contest. That sounds fun. Now, okay, so this is Nick from Draft House. Yep. I think I know him. He used to be, I think, at the other draft house. Am I wrong? Well, the two draft houses, Draft House 50, the one on 50th, and the one on Mill Civic, yeah. They're, they're the same group. This will be at the Mill Civic location, but yeah, he's, he's okay. at both spots. And, yeah, uh, I've been there, and I yeah. know one of the, uh, yes, I know uh, we have uh, had a friend that used to bartend there, and okay. his girlfriend still works there. She is, let me tell you, muscles. Muscles all <laughs> over. I wouldn't want to I would not want to. Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather would want nothing with, to do with this girl. I'll just say that. Well, can we count on you to be out there Wednesday, September 6th? I can't say that right now. Okay. As my son runs up the stairs. Yes, yes. Like an idiot. Like I told him, <laughs> stay down and play basketball outside in the hoop. Gee, many Christmas, friend. Uh, that's great. It's it, great. Well, seriously, I know. how many times do I have to say it? I put it on the calendar so the wife knows I am gone that night. I will not be around. I'll be out there, but uh, it should be a great time. And hopefully, when we get Wolfgang, we can find a babysitter and he yes, can stop text out with me us. That, text yeah. me that sucker, and I will find a way to make it happen. That, yes, I love. I, I hate people that don't like fantasy football. Yeah. I think they're they're too cool for school. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, all these like Colin Cowherds. You don't want to be wrong. How about you put yourself out on the line? And give your opinions on stuff. No, he doesn't like to do that. I like to do that. I like to be right, though. Yes. Being right is important, and we both know a lot about that. Well, some news from earlier today. <laughs> as, <You're brand. laughs> as, we both uh, know a lot about this. Yeah. <laughs> some news from earlier today from Iowa as the assistant coaches met with the media and... And a suspension for Iowa. Oh, see, I've been with the kids. Ah. So you need to fill me in. I'm sitting here reading my uh, preseason magazines. We're going to go Big Ten, Big 12. Hopefully, yes, tell me. I am out of the you know loop on this. Please, tell me. Manny Ragumba will not play no. in the first game, serving a suspension for an off-season team violation. Oh, boy. He's good, right? He looks to me yeah. like he's good. Am I wrong? No, I'm I'm with you. He he looks the part. So, yeah, this for the first game, okay. 
it probably wasn't something serious or big time or I respect the coaches when they do this. Mm-hmm. I do. I respect it and say, but no, I don't respect it. I said, <laughs> I'd rather just win. I'd rather just win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Win. win. Winning. What, what, what was the same? Winning. Yes. That's what I want. Okay. If he, you know, drink and drive, did he not show up for practices? Did he, what, take money from a booster? I mean, where are we going here? Why do you get suspended for a game? Literally, is there any scoop out there? I have heard nothing. I've seen nothing. I have heard nothing. So, yeah, there, there's nothing in that line right now uh, that, that I have seen. Team violation doesn't sound like anything significant. There wasn't anything that came out during the summer in terms of, you know, uh, hitting the rap sheet, the Iowa City PD getting a hold of him, anything like that. (laughs) What it is, we will see. But you're going up against Josh Allen. Some people believe the first pick in the NFL draft. And now you're down another cornerback. Whoops. Oh, my gosh. And if you've been to Iowa City, you went to Iowa. You went to I. You went to Iowa for a little bit, right? Yes, yes, I did. Okay, let me tell you about the cops out there. Mm-hmm. N- not friendly. No, no. I know it they well. like They like to push your buttons. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So all these people, whether it's Penn State or Florida or Iowa or whatever, there are certain programs where the police, they're kind of jerks. Sure. I'm and... You know what? I'm not saying every cop is a jerk. Most cops are great, and thank you for your service. But I'm telling you, I've seen situations back in when I was there. Why are they trying to escalate this? <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I. This could very easily be calm, cool, and collected as a cucumber. As a cucumber, it's and at some points, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you trying to escalate this? You saw that too, or no? No, I've seen it. Yeah. Now I haven't been out there and get that capacity in many, many years downtown Iowa City. So maybe things have changed. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. What we do know is that there (laughs) is a one-game suspension. Manny Ragumba will not be out there. It'll be Michael uh, Ojemudia who will be starting at the other cornerback spot. Uh, Matt Hankins, a freshman that has been turning some heads, looks like uh, he's got to be all systems raring to go right away. He's going to be out there. You have to figure a whole lot. Uh, backing up cornerback Joshua Jackson on the other side. Maybe Cedric Boswell, a, a young guy that hasn't played a whole lot, but they're going to be all systems go, and they're going to have to be raring to go. Hopefully that front four that we've talked about, uh, a Wolfgang, they're ready from the get-go. They need to get some pressure on Josh Allen right away. And I think they are. I think they're ready as long as they don't have injuries. Okay. If they have injuries, then I start getting worried. Especially That's a defensive tackle. That's why I talk about luck. Yeah. Luck, you know, do we talk about luck? Is, do you believe in luck or not? I don't know. Luck kind of, we talked about Stan Z's junior year, right? Mm-hmm. He stays healthy. Dude, are you kidding me? Could be a lot We different. win that Northwestern game. Yeah. We win that Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. We win that Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. We had a freaking backup that went in there and almost beat Ohio State. Went to overtime. Are you kidding me? Got some breaks in that game, though, too. There was... Uh, sure. Luck. So you yeah. believe in luck. Yeah, there, there was some luck there. Remember, DJK, they're down two scores. They're down 14. Yeah. DJK uh, yeah, yeah. drops the kickoff. 
picks it up and then runs it in for a touchdown to cut it to seven. So, I mean, there, there was luck that was happening there. And uh, I was at the game. DJK oh. all the way. I, I was that? I was at that game. Buckeye fans, I was good seats, 25-yard line, about 40 rows there. up. Nice. Oh, yeah, surrounded by the Buckeye fans. There wasn't a Hawkeye fan to be okay, seen. Okay, give me, give me your opinion on that place. Oh, oh. Have you been to Michigan? I, I've been to everywhere in the Big Ten except for the two new ones. Haven't been to Rutgers or Maryland, but everywhere else. Yeah. Okay. What, what's your opinion on Michigan versus Ohio State? Uh, Ohio Stadium, I've been to Bryant Denny. I've been to an Alabama-Tennessee game. I've been to a lot of places. I've been to Oklahoma for Bedlam. Columbus. Yeah, nice. Ohio Stadium is the loudest stadium, bar none, that I've been in. I agree. I was I there agree. for the whiteout game against Penn State where Iowa beat them the year before, 2009, the block punt by Adrian Claiborne. When they scored that touchdown to begin the ball game on that bomb, it was loud in there, <laughs> but never as loud as what I heard in Ohio Stadium that day, in any stadium that I've ever been in. But as a fan base, you know, you, you don't like the Wisconsin fans. We, we, we have talked about that in the past, and when we get to I can talk about it more if you yeah. like. Oh, I, we I will, we will. for another hour. Yeah. We will. But that fan base, the Ohio State fan base, is Bar none, the worst that I have ever run across in any kind wrong, of sporting capacity. Wrong. Totally wrong. No, it's they are lunatics. They're vile. They're crude. They're angry. They're despicable. They're awful, awful human beings. Man, I disagree with you hundred percent. The Buckeye think, fan base is terrible. No. no, they are not. They've been fine. When I've seen them at Iowa, they come over and they're like, That's look a at my uh, different group. bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers. Okay. They're like, ooh, can I give me one of those? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Well, you're Absolutely. Nice guy. You're nice I can guy. give you one of those. But I don't understand what you're talking about. Ohio State is worse yes. than freaking Wisconsin. As a traveling fan. As a traveling at home, fan. At home or on, oh, as a traveling fan. As okay. a traveling fan. That fan base is by far. I've, I've gone to Ohio State once. I totally disagree with you. Another time I was in Columbus, this would have been in 2005, Drew Tate played brutal that day. Uh, now, I was in my younger days then. I was still in school. So, okay. take you back then, went out there with the, a guy that I umpired with and a couple of his buddies. And you probably have seen these guys before. They're the, the guys. Was that Brent Bloom? Was that Bloom? No, not, not Brent Bloom. He wouldn't go to a Hawkeye okay. game. What are you talking about? <laughs> No, it was a guy that I umpired with, and the guys that wear the zoot suits, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Oh, boy. What? Oh, now i got to figure out what, what those guys' names were. They were incredibly fun. I, a you great know the, time. Okay. Oh, my god. Glenn. Glenn was one of the guys' names. Oh, my God. You remember their names? Yes. You know why you remember their names? Because they're that trashy that you will remember their names because they're that bad. You don't like the zoot suits? Oh, my gosh. No. Grant? Hater. I'm really losing respect for you right now oh. with the Wisconsin thing. Uh, no, no, leave the Wisconsin. We're, we're past that. We're talking about my trip to Ohio State in 05. I understand. Never had a problem with Ohio State. You know who I've had a problem with, it? which is ridiculous because they suck? They used to be good, what, in the 50s? Minnesota. So these Minnesota frat boys uh-huh. come to Iowa City maybe, I don't know, five years ago, four years ago, looking for fights. Uh-huh. Looking for fights, trying to 
escalate stuff. I'm just like, I don't get these people. You want to go to jail for a team you like? It's just stupid to me. I'm sorry. It's just stupid. I hear you. I hear you, Wolfgang. Well, it's fan base sports. Is, it's it, freaking sports, Trent. In general, fan bases that you run across. There's going to be good eggs. There's going to be bad eggs, right? And you have Ohio State worse than Wisconsin. Worse than Wisconsin, worse than Minnesota, worse than Illinois, Ridiculous. worse than Purdue. Ridiculous. <laughs> back you to my story. Games, man. You back back to my games. story. I got to tell you this. So we get Friday afternoon, we get to Columbus, and uh, we check into the hotel, and of course we guess start boozing, right? So we do. <laughs> We're getting after it. And uh, I maybe get after it a little bit more than I should have. I, I, okay. I was excited. I was excited to be to Columbus for my first time. I, I over-imbibed. And yeah. uh, there was a band playing at this huge, huge bar that we were at. Yeah. Love live music. Love it. So the, these older guys that got a little cash in their wallet, they're like, all right, try get up there and uh, get them to play the Iowa fight song. So I'm talking. and <laughs> I'm trying to get, to get them to play it. And no, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, oh, there, was, there was a lot of Hawkeye fans there. Oh, come on, come on. And you know, I think we, we scrounged up 100 bucks or something to give them and, and going on. And finally... They got sick of me, and security said, no more. Stop stop bothering them. Stop trying to go up on stage and give them the money. Knock it oh up. Oh, my well, I, 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 I didn't listen very well, and uh, so I was literally, literally thrown out of the bar for the only time in my life. By Are the, you kidding me? Picked up by the back of my shirt and the belt loop and thrown. For what? For, literally, for what? For trying to get them to play the Iowa fights. And for, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and I, I walked up on the stage with $100, and they didn't like that very much. So I was literally tossed out into the street. I get up, brush myself off, holler back at them that I am writing the Chamber of Commerce and letting them that this is no way <laughs> to treat a fan of an opposing team. <laughs> oh, I go on, all right, well, so the next morning comes. Where I ended up that night, I still don't really know. I, I don't have a great memory. Things are a little fuzzy after that. I understand. I get you. I got you. I wake I... up the next morning back in our hotel. Good. Good. Uh, wedged in between the wall and one of the beds. I didn't make it to the bed. I just made it to the floor. <laughs> so I'm stuck in there and wiped the sleep out of my eyes. How do you not make it to the floor, Trent? How do you not make it to the floor? I mean, so, it's pretty, I mean you fall. Right? I'm, I'm wedged in there. I get up. Still got one flip-flop on. Don't have the other. I'm looking around the hotel room. Nowhere to be found. I look at my one foot, and it is pitch black on that foot. The, the bottom of my foot looks like I ran through mud. Apparently, because as the guys are also coming to, they told me, hey, we got your flip-flop here. When he got chucked out, it, it stayed behind. Well, I walked around. This was 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I walked around for a couple more hours, one flip-flop. <laughs> I was allowed. It was apparently allowed. So that is my first trip to Columbus. And maybe that's why I have a, a little disdain for the Buckeye fans, because I was literally thrown out of a bar. Sir, that is a small sample size. But if I was never thrown out of a bar, I would have your same thoughts and your same feelings on that. I would understand that. There's not even a close thing with Wisconsin and Ohio State. I promise you. You know your freaking football and basketball. There's nothing even close. Who do we hate? Let me ask you this off the cuff. Yeah. Who do we hate most in basketball? In basketball? Well, 
Some people would say I Illinois. I think you're wrong. I think you'll get the second answer right. Some people would say Illinois. I would say Illinois. But uh, in current times, over the last 10, 15 years, it's Wisconsin, right? It's got to be the Badgers. So you're putting, yeah. Well, I hate them. I just, I, I can't stand those people. Like, shooting water guns in women's faces? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just asking for it, right? It is, it is. Like, in our world, would that be okay to go up and punch a guy in the face? No. no. Like, if I were Conor McGregor? Right. In, in, like, in our world, would that be okay? A guy shoots a woman, high-powered water gun, in her face. I'm not talking squirt, squirt. I'm talking like a high-powered water gun. A super Is soaker. that cool to you? No, of course not. Of course not. So you're you're down with okay. You're down with squirting women, high powered guns. I'm I not. I'm not defending the Badger fans. I understand that they have a bad reputation, and you've had some bad bad times with them. I'm just telling you the times that I've had with the Buckeye fans, and it wasn't just me getting kicked out of the bar. It was the day leading up that 2009 game. Leading up to it, remember, I would come in, just lost to Northwestern. They were a huge underdog in that game. Nobody gave no, him a shot. No, we should have won that. We would have won that, obviously. But yeah. nobody gave him a shot at that. But just the vile and the comments from the people and, and the angry really? chance. That it surprises was, me. It was bad, as bad as I've seen. Penn State fans, gracious, even when we were out there in 09 and, and sitting there for the game after we knocked them off the year before, for the national championship race when they came into Kinnick in 08, undefeated and looked like they were going to play for a national title. Even then, the year after, there was not that level of disdain like I got from the Buckeye fans. It's an argument that it decides on what side of the coin you are. Let's get back to some football talk, though. What do you think, Wolfgang? <laughs> what were we talking? I don't know. Well, we started with Manny Ragumba. He has been suspended <laughs> for the first day. Uh, also today, Kirk Ferentz announced uh, that there is no announcement at the quarterback position. It is still an open race. They hope to have an answer by Monday. The interesting part about that, though, is normally they release the depth chart on this coming Friday. A week and a day before the first game is when the depth chart and the game notes for that first game are normally released. Is that going to be the case? Are we going to get those game notes? And if we don't, you know, this is really a race that's going up to it. Concerning Wolfgang, that Nathan Stanley, all right, we've gone through this, trying to keep Uyghurs around. You know, we had all these theories about how this was really a race. But now we're getting to, we're getting to the time where you need to make a decision, and they still haven't made a decision at the quarterback spot. How concerning is that for you, Wolfgang? I don't believe it's concerning at all because I, I think they know their quarterback. And you know who they think their quarterback is. Why? Because of what happened last year. So you think that – then why why take this long? Why continue to drag this out now to August 22nd? And if we wait till Monday until August 28th, why because drag they like this Stanley. They like Stanley. They don't want him to go bye-bye. You mean I agree with him. What you think? I'm, I'm sorry, we the Weirs. Okay, no, I'm sorry, okay. Weirs. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, Weirs. They like Weirs. They think he's a good quarterback, but he's not as good as Stanley. There's no way in bleep Trent Condon of 1700 KBGG. <laughs> There's no way they would have let him play last year if they didn't believe this. What a waste of a year 
if that if that is true, if they end up playing freaking Tyler Uyghurs, mm-hmm. what a joke. What a joke. Wow. You're going with the joke, huh? I, I he, Go back to spring. I thought Uyghurs looked like the superior quarterback at that time. I, I was All right, incredible. who's a better quarterback right now? Nathan Tell Stanley. Me. Nathan Stanley. Thank you. Who's going to start? Nathan Stanley. Thank you. So why, why, why is do, this? Why do you say that? I say that from his high school tape. So that's weak. That's completely weak. I'm looking at his high school tape and stuff, and then I see some of the Ken O'Keefe stuff and putting a little bit of air under the ball because he likes to go Nolan Ryan, Nolan Ryan on stuff. Like, okay, so enough of that. Take something off of it, Dan Marino, okay? Slow down there a little bit, just a touch. But <laughs> I, I agree that Stanley is going to be the quarterback, and I would bet lots of money on it. I still go that route. I'm just wondering why we continue down this road. That, that's all I'm left with here. Make an announcement. Make no, an announcement. I mean, the coordinators meet today. Kirk was out there today. Make an announcement. Say the guy, the guy's won the job. Let's get this over with. And, and you also wonder if it is clearly Nathan Stanley, which we both believe from everything that we. I don't heard. say clearly. Okay, he's the quarterback. He's the quarterback. Well, guys, I'm know not that. saying clearly. I'm not saying clearly. All I'm right. saying he is the quarterback. If that's the case, everybody on the team has to know that, don't they? I agree. Yes. So That's, what what are they thinking? Hey, let us let us have our guy. Let us get the reps. Let's go through and now have Nathan Stanley be the number one guy. Let's do that. I can't agree with you more. That's the way it should be. That's the way you and I are looking at it. A coach is looking at it like what? Who's the best damn quarterback? And give them every opportunity, even if it takes another week, or another two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. We, you and me, I'm not going to speak for you, okay? Yeah. I would like a quarterback right now. They say this is the guy. Yes. And he gets the reps. Yes. That's my thing, Trent. That's that's where we completely agree. That's why it's frustrating to not have an official announcement. And maybe, just maybe, they know inside the walls at Fort Kinnick what's actually happening there. They're just playing a little coy with the media. That that very well could be the case here. I like that guy from Wisconsin, Stanley. I like him. Mm-hmm. Do you remember his high school tape or no? Uh, yes, yeah. Go give me, give me your opinion on him. Give me your hardcore opinion on him. We haven't seen him a lot in college. We don't know, really. Mm-hmm. But I loved his high school tape. He's got a, more touch, right? Yes. We now have a quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. That coached in the NFL, Trent. He better, I mean, O'Keefe needs to get this done. We need to have a stud quarterback. Because if you look at every program out there going down, I'm sitting here looking at my magazine. If you go up and down every single quarter, every single freaking team mm-hmm. that is good has a quarterback. Yeah. How about so, that? So you asked me about Stanley. Yes. Big dude. Big I want your opinion, physical. man. Give me an opinion. I don't love his delivery. There's something funky I agree. about I agree. that delivery. Incredible athlete, and we hear could have been a college basketball player, could have played at a lower level of college basketball. Uh, I didn't baseball. know that, actually. Yeah. Tell me about that. Just just that, that he had offers at least at the D2 level, and some people thought oh if he would have concentrated sweet. on basketball, 
you know, he could have been a, a mid-major type of guy. Uh, baseball, could throw it 90 miles an hour as a pitcher in high school baseball. Now, Literally 90? Yes. Literally 90. Hit, hit 90 on the gun. And now, if you hit 91 as a college pitcher, you're a stud and you're going to get drafted. Now, so you're saying he hit 90. He concentrates on football. Ton of upside there. The downfall, and, and I think from what I've heard about this, Wolfgang, the part that has held him back from just completely running away with this. Touch. Touch, touch is a huge portion of that. Yeah, and, and even when he was playing well at Kids Day, you know, when he got in that groove and really started to play well, that was still something that came up. He, he didn't understand, hey, not everything has to be 90 miles an hour. You know, you don't, you don't have to zip everything around sure. there. you got to have a little bit of touch. And another portion is him as a leader. He's a quiet kid. He's very reserved. He doesn't have that, you know, I'm going to grab a guy by the face mask if need be. Still remember, this is also a kid that's just a true sophomore. Maybe that'll come, but I've heard some people say that yeah, literally, they want to see more true leadership. true sophomore, Trent. Yep. Give him a sack, will you please? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Two years. Literally. Can you imagine when you were 19, you're going to go out there and lead the team? I don't know. I think you could... Literally, you got to give him a second. Give him, he, he's not even, he doesn't even know that he's the starting quarterback, Trent. What do you expect him to do? It's a good question. Seriously, if you, if you did not know you were the starting quarterback, would you go out there and just, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the leader of the team? No. You need to know that you're a leader of the team first, and then you lead. Mm-hmm. It's a little ridiculous if he went out there and, and started, this is what we're doing, you know, going out there. I mean, no, that doesn't happen, Trent. I uh, just saw a note from Tom Kakert. The depth chart will be released on Friday. That is still the plan. So it'll be definitive, possibly. All right, we going to do, uh, do we have time or no? Are we going to do Big Ten uh, picks? We, we'll get to we that. We don't have enough time? Yeah, probably not. We'll probably have to get to that on Friday. We need to take okay. a break, though. And when we come back, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about the Iowa basketball schedule. <laughs> Wolfgang? Just give me fun. I will set you, I'll put, down, I'll put it on a tee uh-huh. and let you go, my man. You uh-huh. are the scheduling czar. Just like you are, the uniforms are. I understand it, and I respect it. (laughs) We'll do that coming up on the side. More Hawkeye Talk with Wolfgang as we continue on on Jimmy B and TC, the Big Talker 1700. Back at it here, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Back out to the Draft House 50 hotline. Wolfgang's here with us. We talked a lot of Hawkeye football. Yeah, I'm at Draft House right now. Oh, look at you. Yeah, chucking a beer. Happy hour coming up here in just a little bit. Get on out there for happy hour. Great deals from 4 to 6 out at Draft House 50. So, uh, Wolfgang, talked football, talked about the suspension to Manny Ragumba. No decision still at the quarterback position for Iowa. But as much as we love talking college football, we're both college basketball fans in a huge, huge way. I love hoops more than I do college football. Where are you going here? Where are you going here? I can't wait to hear this. And Iowa has released their basketball schedule for 2017-2018. <laughs> you know this is a sore spot for me. You and know. I love you for it. I love you for it. <laughs> because you were a Hawkeye fan. Uh-huh. You want them to make the NCAA tournament. Right. How do you make the NCAA tournament? By winning games, sure. but also what, Trent? Scheduling well. Scheduling correctly. 
scheduling the way that you should as a Power 5 program each and every year. You're there. There's some years that are different. There's some years that you have to kind of change your schedule. I get that. Last year with the young team, I understand some of the dregs of college basketball that they played. Not so, you, so much wait, this you year. You do get that. Yes. Last year. You get you mm-hmm. get the scheduling last year. Yes. Completely okay. understand it. Let me let me set you up. What do you think about this year, my man? <laughs> well, you know what I think about this. I don't. I got to hear a little bit of yesterday's show, so I don't totally know. Okay. I'm guessing I know. So this is what the Hawkeyes are putting out there for their non-conference schedule. They open up with three home games. They'll be playing Chicago State, Alabama State, and Grambling State. Well, the Chicago Bulls, that's a good game. It would be a great game. It would. That's a great game. Chicago Bulls and who else? These are the Cougars. The Cougars. Not the Cougars you're thinking about. Different kind of Cougars. (laughs) The Cougars. From Chicago State. Last year, Grambling was 321 in the RPI. All right. This is starting to piss me off. Okay? I'm going to get mad, so go. Alabama State, 342. Chicago State, another dreg of college basketball down in the 300s. As I'm scrolling through, and i I got to scroll for a while to get to them. Chicago State, where are they hiding at? 318, the best of the lot so far. They then go to the Cayman Islands Classic. Decent tournament. Louisiana Lafayette, an okay mid-major. They'll play either Wyoming or South Dakota State after that. Same kind of thing. And then more than likely get to the championship and play Cincinnati. That's a good game. And those other two, fine, whatever. Then they go through this slog. And this is a difficult stretch. Starting Tuesday, November 28th. They get back from the Cayman Islands. They go to Blacksburg, Virginia to take on Virginia Tech. Virginia, yep. Yep. Should be uh, probably bubble-type team, maybe a touch better. Buzz is doing a good job down there. Good game. Good game for them. Then they have the two Big Ten games that they're playing because the conference schedule has moved up, because they're playing in Madison Square Garden. Penn State at home at Indiana. Saturday, Monday is when those two games will be happening. So you go to Virginia Tech, you come home, you play Penn State. Two days later, you're at Indiana. Then later that week, on Thursday, you play Iowa State. So over the course of nine game, nine days, they play a four-game stretch with three roadies at Virginia Tech, home for Penn State, at Indiana, at Iowa State. That's a difficult stretch. That's a tough stretch. Even though yep. Penn State at home, you certainly should beat Indiana. It's better to get them early, I think. I think True. that's a good time to play them. That Iowa State game will be big as well. So then they come home, and they welcome in Southern. RPI last year for Southern, 3 19. They play Drake. The entire southern of the country? No, just just Southern University. Oh, just University. Okay. Yes, just, just Southern University. After that, they play in the Big Four Classic. Not you and I this year, though. It's Drake. Last year, Drake, 316 <laughs> in the RPI. They play Southern Utah. Southern Utah? No, not the Utes. No, these are the Thunderbirds or some godforsaken thing. They checked in last year. At three hundred and forty-one, they were four and twenty-seven last year. Now you're going last year's RPI, right? Well, do you think Southern's all of a sudden going to be a top one hundred and fifty team? Southern Utah? You never, know. You never know. I mean, maybe LeBron's son plays for them. Never know. You play Colorado after that, the neutral site game in Sioux Falls, another nice game, and Northern Illinois to wrap things up. So your home schedule in the non-conference, in reverse order: Northern Illinois, 
Southern Utah, Southern, Grambling, Alabama bad. State, Chicago State. Who's buying tickets for that, Wolfgang? Yeah. You know what? We first guessed and not second guess. We did this, what, three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. You told me. You brought it up. This is ridiculous. And who is doing that over there? Is it Gary Barta? Is it Fran? Is it a combination? Are they that dumb? Can I say that? No, that's it's completely... I mean, I'm a basketball dude, mm-hmm. and I look at that schedule, and it's dumb, Trent. Yes. It's a difficult stretch. That four games in nine days that we talked about. And then the other ones outside of Colorado are absolute patsies. You know, they're... And, and the and wiggle it, what, what are we talking about, Trent? What are we talking about? We're okay with not playing top 25 yes, teams, right? Yes, yes, Everybody schedules cupcakes. Everybody. Yes. Duke does. Carolina does. Syracuse we does. We don't need the cuppiest of the cuppy cake. Right. And that's the problem. This has been... So what do we want? 100 to 150? Yes. That's... Right? Yes, even even keep it under 200. Be a top 200 team. But these 300-plus teams, and the sheer number that Iowa plays of them, it's going to drag oh down their non-conference God. strength of schedule. Yes, it is. And, and the difference, I think this team is going to be good. I think the Hawkeyes have a chance to be very good this year. You know what, Chris? Maybe not. Maybe not. And we have to be on the border of good, and that schedule is killing us. They don't get that? Gary Barta does not get that. Fran McCaffrey does not understand that you have to actually play people. It's okay. You're going to get a guaranteed win against what? 250 to 350, right? Sure. Guaranteed win, right? Yep. You're also getting almost a guaranteed win against 100 to 150. Yes. Am I wrong? Last year, they lost to Nebraska-Omaha. They also lost to Nebraska-Omaha right after they lost Tyler Cook to an injury. They played terrible in that game. But still, Nebraska-Omaha, that wasn't the reason they were left out of the NCAA tournament. It didn't help. It didn't help. But that wasn't the reason. The reason overall, though, was a part of it, their RPI was bad. Why was their RPI bad last year, Wolfgang? Because they played a bad non-conference schedule again. They played Kennesaw State. You first guessed. Yes. You did not second guess. Yes. You first guessed. You brought this up before the schedule was out, and we talked about it. It should be simpler than this. It should be easier. Now, I'm sure there are parts of it, cost of bringing teams in, teams that ask for home and homes from Mm -hmm. the mid-major level. I get all that. But even if you step down and say, you know, Missouri Valley teams, they want to play home and homes now. They're they're not willing to just go and be a buy game anymore. Some schools from the MAC are the same kind of thing. But that doesn't mean you can't look at the Horizon League and look at who's going to be decent next year. You know, Oakland, they'll probably be pretty good again. UW Green Bay, yeah, Oakland, Michigan, right. right? Yep. UW Green Bay, decent, and they're not going to be asking for a return game. You can what find would they teams be? like what that. What would they be? Uh, you said Wisconsin, what Green Bay? Yeah, yeah. So I wonder what they would be in the. Uh, they were one sixty six last year in the RPI. That's perfect. Yes, right? right. That's what we're looking for. Yes, 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 yes. Those. That's types a of win. Teams. That's a win, and it doesn't kill us in the RPI. Exactly. Exactly. Well, oh my gosh, I'm you. You've made me so angry right now. Apparently, I mean, we, we we put this out here. Does anybody listen to our show? I, apparently, it just falls on deaf ears because this has been a continued problem. The one sticking point you know I have with Fran is just this: 
This, this is the thing. Yeah, you they, like Fran. You really like Fran. I do. I am a big Fran McCaffrey fan. I don't think people yep. here locally realize the program that he inherited, how Iowa was perceived oh nationally, just how bad it was. I just don't think they understand just how bad it was at that time. Instead, well, here we are, going down this route again this season. We'll see. We'll see, Wolfgang. And I, and I hope to get on, by the way. I think I got um, Gazelle, and I think I got Woodbury. I think we're going to get them on. No, nice. Talked to, talk to a buddy yesterday, so I think we're going to get them on and find out why, because they are my two favorite players. Those guys decided to come to Iowa mm-hmm. when Iowa sucked. Yes. When yeah. Iowa sucked. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Woodbury and Gazelle, love it. Those guys, absolutely. It, it wasn't cool to go to Iowa at that time. No. And and they were top 100 players. Mm-hmm. And they had that, plenty of That means something. Plenty that of means options. something to me. Yep. I love local guys that say, you know what, I'm going to stay here and you know give happiness to my friends, my family, I'm close to my family, my teachers, blah, blah, blah. I love that. And I will always love Gazelle and Woodbury for that. And you guys that hate Woodbury and Gazelle, suck it. (laughs) Well, the good news, for as disappointing as the non-conference schedule is, and especially the home portion of the non-conference schedule, the Big Ten schedule broke incredibly well. We mentioned those two games in the beginning of December, Penn State and at Indiana. This is the way the slate lays out for Iowa. They come back starting in January, Michigan and Ohio State both at home. The Buckeyes are not going to be very good. Michigan, we've seen Fran be pretty successful against B-line teams. Michigan will be decent. I think that's a good chance at a victory, certainly at home. After that, they go on a three-game road trip. A little bit odd. They're at Maryland. That'll be tough. Maryland, though, they they lose their incredible point guard from the last couple of years, Melo Trimble. They got a lot coming back. The Cohen kid, he's ridiculously good. Super fast. A lot of young guys that are very good for Maryland at Illinois and at Rutgers. Still, those two games after Maryland, you feel... You still win two out of three there. You have a chance to do it. At Illinois, it's probably a 50-50 game. Rutgers, though improving, still one that you should get out. Two out of three? Sure, sure. I'll go down there. If that's the case, if they do that, they're 6-1, Wolfgang. They're 6-1 in the Big Ten, and they got this coming up. Purdue and Wisconsin, they get them both in Carver. At worst, is split. Say that again? Say that again? Purdue and Wisconsin, both at Carver after that. Purdue and Ooh, those are tough. Yeesh. Ouch. Even with the split. Let's go one and one. Let's go one and one. They're Let's seven split. and two through the front half of the schedule. Okay. We're splitting that. Okay. So we come back, the final part of the schedule. It is at Nebraska, certainly winnable. Nebraska, ooh, things are not looking good for Tim Miles. <laughs> you like get that. Minnesota He's at home. Nice. I think the Gophers are going to be really good. You get them at home after that. You're at yeah. Penn State. Michigan State at home. At Ohio State, another winnable road game. At Michigan. Indiana at home. And you finish up your last two at Minnesota and Northwestern. So what you're saying is we're going to start out really good. Yes. Now will and it be the, another... And, and the amp. Like, we're all going to be amped. Yeah, because with that non-conference schedule, they're going to be 11-2. and two. So the, the record's going to look incredibly good. 
And then you throw those two early games we talked about. You win both of those in December. You're 13-2 and two going to that stretch. And you catch fire, and all of a sudden this is a team that's going to be 16-3 and three and ranked in the top eight in the country. People are going to go crazy. And will it be another Fran fade in the back half of the schedule? Or will this team, with their depth, will they be able to persevere and challenge for a regular season? What have we learned from the Bass? Have we learned anything? Well, that's their... A fade's going to be coming, right? It didn't happen Have last we, year. Didn't happen last has year. Has Iowa learned anything from the fade? Maybe, because it didn't happen last year. Now, here's the other portion. The Big Ten Tournament. <laughs> I, know you, I know you love that. You, you point out the record. What is our record? You love saying this record, Trent. Fran is... You love this. Come on, you have this on your, like... It's on your phone. It's like you're. Come on. Two and you seven. You always bring this up. Two and seven. Is that right? I don't know. You'd love to say it. I think it's two and seven. Let me look it up here. <laughs> because I, now I got to get it in front of me. Now I got to get I it know. here. You you love to bring that set up with him. You love it, but I love Fran. There's certain things I don't love about Fran, and yeah, when it's the hottest. When it's the lights are the brightest, that's when you got to get it done. So let's go through Man. here. You ready? Yeah. I got I got the I Big am. Ten brackets. Last year as a seventh seed, they lose to tenth-seeded Indiana, 0-1. 2016, they lose to the 12th seed, Illinois, as a five seed. Two consecutive losses. Go back three years. Iowa that season finished in a tie for fourth. They were the five seed. They lose to 13th seeded Penn State. Three consecutive. We go back to 2014. In 2014, they were the sixth seed. They lose to 11th seeded Northwestern. Four consecutive losses. We take you back to 2013. <laughs> Iowa has a win there and then gets jobbed in that game against Michigan State. But there is a victory. Still, they have lost... Five consecutive games in the Big Ten Tournament. Go back a little bit earlier in Fran's tenure. Uh, they beat Illinois, lost to Michigan State. So there is two victories for Fran and company. Two and seven is the number for Fran. And that's why I talk about wanting guys with confidence. Guys that when the game is on the line, they believe in themselves. I can't tell you how big that is. That is so huge when a dude believes in himself. A dude believes that he is going to make that final shot. And I think we have more confidence on this team than I've ever seen. Literally in my life, for Iowa basketball. You tell me if I'm wrong. Confidence. I'm right there with I'm you. I'm talking confidence. Yeah. I'm not talking talent. You, you, you I'm, brought not, I'm me, talking confidence. Yeah, you have brought me to that level. I, I agree with you a whole bunch there. When, when you first started talking about it, I kind of rolled my eyes, but I, I understand what you're saying now. I completely understand what you're talking about, and I completely agree. It goes a long, oh. long ways in determining exactly oh my gosh. what's going I'm, I'm going to replay that over and over on the podcast. I can't wait to say, you agreed with me, Trent Condon. <laughs> That's right. You didn't agree with it. You know what I like about you? You totally, you said you didn't agree with me at first. Now you do. Yeah. I like that. I'm the same way. I'm willing like, to I listen. Can be, I can be brought to the other side. I'm willing to I'm not, listen. I'm not brilliant. It's a good thing. You know that. <laughs> that's, that's a good, that's good thing. 
<laughs> with that, Wolfgang, we are out of time. Oh, with gonna... that, with that, yes, um, with me saying I'm not brilliant. Thank you, Trent. Appreciate it's a good way that. to go out. It's a it's a strong note <laughs> to go out on, Wolfgang. We'll talk again on Friday. We'll make some football picks. We'll get college football starting up over the weekend. And yeah, let's do Big Ten, Big Twelve, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll let's we'll put it on paper. We'll make our predictions, okay. and we'll give you a platform so you can talk about that godforsaken fight that's happening over the weekend. Oh, um, are you kidding me? Oh my God, I'll go off for twenty minutes. You're raring to go out, even taking your breath. <laughs> Conor McGregor, yeah, yeah. Conor McGregor, yeah. Your boy, your boy. Be good, oh, Wolfgang. We'll talk to you again on Friday. Better man, thanks. <laughs> That's Wolfgang Hawkeye, and that's a wrap. We are out of show for today. Always great catching up with Wolfgang on the Draft House 50 Hotline. We'll be back at it again tomorrow at noon. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700.